Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast, where you can find tools and inspiration for working mums who are ready to overcome the mental load so that they can live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in their everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another week's episode of the Balancing Act podcast. I think hearing that music, it's the the first non-festive music I've listened to in quite a few weeks now, which I'm I'm feeling pretty happy about. So this week I wanted to start with a moment of gratitude because over the last few weeks I've been like just completely blown away by the support I've received and I want to say a huge huge thank you to you all. Um, for all the likes, all the shares, all the really kind words of support that I received. Um, every time you've rated or reviewed or passed on the podcast to a friend or a family member or another working mum, I just didn't quite anticipate the level of engagement and encouragement that I, I have received. And I'm so, so thankful for that. So, yeah, thank you so, so much again. It's really, really very much appreciated. Um, and I think another moment of gratitude I'm feeling right now is that just recording the po- the podcast and trying to seek out a quiet space has made me realise just how noisy my house is a lot of the time. And so I'm really reveling in the like the tranquility that's offered by this this moment of solitude in what has otherwise been quite a, a crazy day. Um, my son has now finished nursery for the year and is in on the countdown to Christmas. And he's he's three and a half, so it's really exciting for him this year. And it's real it's been really, really great to get caught up in that. And I'm, as I say, I'm really enjoying that. But I also want to acknowledge the fact that announcement was made on the new restrictions. So for anyone listening in the future, it's December 2020 and there's been quite a big clampdown on the socialising that's allowed at over or the in-person socialising, I should say, that's allowed over Christmas. Um, And... I'm really conscious that for many people that will come with a lot of feelings of like extreme sadness and disappointment and grief and probably hard decisions that have to be made and potentially like bitterness and frustration and anger at what's going on. And like, I really, really feel for you. Um, It's such a, a rubbish, horrible thing to happen. And I guess... I want to offer some words of encouragement to just let yourself feel those things because um, it's only really by like truly feeling our feelings that we're able to then move past them um, and, you know, ultimately get out the other side. So, you know, give yourself that opportunity. If you need to go and have a good cry or a rant or whatever it is, then do it and and um, let yourself get out of that space because, you are more resilient than you know and you're tough and we've already got over a lot this year 
Um, so, you know, please stick in there. And um, I hope that when your Christmas does come around, that it's filled with joy and happiness and laughter, maybe in a different way than you initially anticipated. And if you are finding this time particularly tough, then please do not hesitate to get in touch. I'm more than happy to support you in any shape or form that I can, because I know that this will be a different Christmas for many of us. Um, so looking beyond that, I have started putting together some materials for my first ever group program, woohoo, which is launching at the, the start of 2021. I like to kick it off at the beginning of February and I am super, super excited about this. I've got um, so much that I want to share and I'm I'm feeling really, really passionate about like getting out there and supporting you all in the transformations that that I know could serve you well. So if you're interested, stick around and I'll tell you a little bit more about what's involved in the programme at the end of the episode. But what I want to talk about today is what it means to have it all. And this is sort of the, the starting element in the group programme. So as I as I get started, I want I've been looking for a way to sort of clearly and succinctly articulate the the transformation that I think working mums are are capable of and deserve and that I can support them through. And a lot of this is based on my own experience of what I know is possible. So maybe you're in a space where you feel like completely overwhelmed a lot of the time. And it feels that like every day when you wake up, you you know that there's too much on your to do list already and that you'll never get through it all. And maybe so one thing I used to do quite a lot was I would think, right, I'll push myself for this week or for these two weeks and then that'll help me get on top of things. And then after that, I'll give myself a break and, you know, I'll catch up for a bit of rest and recuperation but what actually happened was when that week or two weeks came by, there was just more things that piled on and I never got to that, the rest bit. And ultimately, that's not sustainable. Um, and it leads to, it, it can lead to burnout eventually. But I guess more day to day, it leads to feelings of like frustration and unfulfillment and maybe lack of purpose as well. Because what I was finding was that I was never stopping to take the time and reflect. I was just always doing, doing, doing. And once I ticked off one thing, I was just like moving on to the next. I was never like pausing to reflect on any successes. I wasn't focusing on all the things that I had managed to do. And I was very much in like a mindset of always like firefighting and always catching up and never feeling on top of things. So if any of that feels familiar right now, I want you to know that like that is by no means unexpected. This has been a really, really tough year. But there is an alternative. So I know that it's possible that instead at the end of the day, you feel a level of satisfaction. 
you can look back and see how you've spent lots of time doing the things that you love. You can feel gratitude for lots of little moments in your day. And ultimately you can feel that the fulfillment that you crave. So when I've been trying to describe this feeling, I've decided to package it up as calling it having it all. And I like this slogan because when I, if anyone said to me, you know, what's it like to have it all? The thing that instinctively springs to mind is that picture that you see in Hollywood movies where you can imagine like a mum walking out her, her front door of her huge pristine house with the like well manicured grass. She's got like her skirt suit on, high heels and um, hair done, makeup done. She's going to step into her four by four and she's just waved goodbye to her many children in the house and her well-polished husband who's also getting ready for work in his suit and um, the kitchen that's like pristine and tidy with nothing out of place. And, you know, for you, that may well be your version of having it all. And if it is, then know that I would absolutely 100% support you in getting there. But for many of us, that may be like the furthest from your version of having it all as you could possibly imagine. Because I know that what it means to have it all is different for everyone. Because what it is, is a unique blend of like all the things that light you up and all the things that make you like get lost in the moment where, you know, time just disappears because you're so focused on what you're doing and getting so much enjoyment and pleasure out of what you do that if your day, like if the majority of your day can consist of those things, maybe not like 100% of the time, but I guess the majority of your day, the majority of their t- your, the time can be made up of those things. I guess that's when you know that you've found your own version of having it all. And I believe that when you are successful in like finding that that blend, then that's what will ultimately lead to having balance or feeling balance in your life. So if this is something that you you feel isn't really featuring in your life right now, then I guess the things that I would encourage you to have a think about are like where you would like to live. So both in terms of location um, and that might be a specific location or it might be in terms of you thinking what sort of climate you would like to live in or whether you'd have, like to have beaches or mountains by nearby um what type of house you would like to live in and um, what you would like to do for a living from for day to day uh how many days a week you work uh, whether you've got flexibility in your hours whether you're you've got your own business or are employed by somebody else how much you earn and that's quite a big one because money mindset i think is something that i'd like to delve into a lot deeper at some point but you know, I guess the finances do underpin everything else. Maybe your family setup as well and who looks after your kids. 
how you spend time together as a family, like what you do with your evenings and your weekends, who puts the kids to bed at night, who picks them up from school, who's there to drop them off in the mornings, that sort of thing. Um, like charitable causes that feature in your life, either ones that you can donate money to or you can volunteer your time to. And um, I think important, very importantly, so hobbies and per- passions that you pursue in terms of like what you do and who you do them with and how regularly you get to pursue them. So, yeah, that's quite a, a comprehensive list to start with. And that might feel maybe a little bit intimidating to begin with. And you may be listening to that list thinking, wow, right, that's all very well. But that seems like an awful lot for the minute. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with what I want. All I know is an awful lot about what I don't want. And I think that that again, this year has given a lot of us the chance to to really reflect on that because it's forced us to focus on things that otherwise were quite easy to find distraction from. So I would say that that if that feeling of not knowing what you want, just knowing what you don't want is familiar to you, then like something I would encourage you to think about is whether you've been then working towards traditional measures of success or potentially somebody else's measures of success where you've got to this place where you've achieved all the things um, and maybe have the material possessions to go along with them and like potentially qualifications or whatever but you don't have the feelings that you anticipated going along with them. So you don't have that fulfillment and the happiness and like sense of contentment that you thought would come along when you reach these milestones of success. And like, I don't want that to sound intimidating. I want it to sound encouraging because that's where you need to start. And, you know, that those feelings that you have right now are telling you something. So that's exactly how I started. And what I would suggest is like starting by taking a look at what you don't want and then just choosing the opposite and you play around with that and see how that feels what it looks like and that probably won't give you your answer but it's a really good place to start because this process of finding your version of having it all is one of experimentation so it might take you to try out a few things, see what fits, what doesn't, what works, what doesn't in in the ways that you you anticipate. And it's something that will probably like change over time a little bit as well. But when you start to do this, you start taking steps in the right direction and the experimentation helps you get clear on the things that are really important to you. The things that are really close to your heart and that you feel strongly about. And those are it's often referred to as your values. So, you know, that may well be something that you've you've thought about before. But if you then take steps at intentionally incorporating those things in your everyday life, then you can start to inch towards those feelings of fulfillment. And The real beauty of this step by step approach is that the more you start to incorporate and 
um, the more you start to align with your values, the easier it will get to start saying no to things that don't align with those priorities. So it's um, like, I guess, whatever the the opposite of a vicious circle is, it's, um, you know, a self-fulfilling circle where not only are you bringing more intention to your everyday by living true to your values, you're also like clearing out the things that don't align. And like ultimately then you're creating your own version of having it all. But with the the critical um, caveat that you're not doing it all, because I know when I spoke at the start there about the the always on, always doing, um, you know, you're feeling like you're having to do it all, but not like you have it all. We want to turn that around in its head. So you're very consciously like clearing out the things that don't matter. And for those things that um, are like, I guess, non-negotiables. So things like, I don't know, like feeding your family or cleaning the house every so often like once you get clear on your values you can start to incorporate some intent in those things so like cleaning the house I, I've never enjoyed cleaning I, I like when it's done but I don't enjoy the process but now what I can do is when I am cleaning I can think to myself well I'm so grateful to have this like shelter over my my myself and my family, especially in these cold winter months and with everything that's going on. And I feel gratitude that I'm able to, to, to like look after it and care for it and make it into a place where we all enjoy living, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah, if if any of that's resonating with you, if it's perking your interest and you're keen to hear more as I, I said, I'll be launching a group program in January, aiming to kick off at the start of February next year. And week one will focus on this idea of trying to define your have it all. And how it'll work is each week I'll give you a set of written materials and you can work th- through them through the week. And then we'll have a group call at the end of the week where you can ask questions And you'll also be put in a Facebook group with the other women on the course. And so it will be a supportive environment there where you can bounce ideas off each other and you get the support that you need. So if you're interested at all, then drop me a message on Instagram and I would be more than happy to send you any information for now or or to follow up on any questions you might have. So with that, all that remains is for me to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas in whatever shape and form that may take this year. I I really hope that the festive season is one of happiness and joy for you. Um, but please do get in touch if there's anything that I can help you with or any support that I can offer over what could also be quite a difficult time for many, then please don't hesitate to get in touch. And I'll be back the following week where we have a special guest interview, um, which I'm really looking forward to sharing. So thank you for listening once again and bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. 
If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their everyday. If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at debbieleeco or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.